0: Welcome to Inside The Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations, woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP
1: trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we'll be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind.
0: Hello, extraordinary humans, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind. This is the incomparable Ali Mae. I am your other host, Jen Five Star. And today we really want to dive into why manifestation may not be working for you. So it's such a buzz thing, right? Isn't it? Like manifestation everybody's talking about it everybody's doing it everybody's got a process for it and it's the vibration and the frequency and all the things and tongue-in-cheek there i'm on jim because being... we love all we love all of this as well <laughs> oh yeah i absolutely i'm all in on manifestation however what i've come to understand is that manifestation is also very much the result of what are we telling ourselves? What are we programming into our unconscious mind? What are we asking for? And what language are we using in order to do that? Because here's the rub. Here's the rub on that. Your unconscious mind, one of the prime directives of the unconscious mind is to please you. It wants to please you. It's going to do anything that you ask. It's also nonverbal. So if we are programming information into ourselves, asking for specific things in a language that it also doesn't process negatives, that's important to drop in here as well. I could see Ellie nodding and I'm like, she's either going to drop that in or anyway, I got it myself. So it also doesn't process negatives. So if we are saying things, for example, like I want, I want, The unconscious mind could potentially see that from the perspective of, well, we don't have this, so let me go find evidence of not having it, right? It's a little thing. It's a tiny tweak. However, the unconscious mind is very literal as well. So whatever you're saying, thinking, it's going to act upon. So the other thing that I want to share here as well is that the unconscious mind, it's like a child. In many, many ways, the unconscious mind is very childlike, and this is not NLP what I'm about to share. However, in my model of the world and the teachings that I have come upon, it suggests that we are in a particular point in human history, in human evolution, where, and if you tuned in to our recent episode, we did a couple of episodes back, we spoke about the three minds. I would highly encourage going back and having a listen to that. However, there is a school of thought that I subscribe to that suggests that we are in a particular point in human evolution where the conscious mind has a very particular task to become masterful of. And that is to become a more trustworthy parental figure or spirit for the unconscious mind. So I'll say that again, the conscious mind's role in the current evolution of history. This is my belief, feel free to reject it if it doesn't land for you. However, for me, I believe that the conscious mind is currently, its role is to become masterful, to become masterful at being a trustworthy parental figure or spirit for the unconscious mind. So the unconscious mind, if you think about it in that respect, The unconscious mind is the child. The conscious mind is the parent. Ali, you speak to this a lot. So think about that. If the unconscious mind is a child and we have mantras and manifestation requests out there that might be a little PhD language, (laughs) the unconscious mind, if it's childlike, How the heck is it going to understand what it is that we want? And if that's the case, then it might just do nothing, which can be a reason why our manifestation isn't working. So I'll give you, do you want to add anything in before I give an example? I just want to talk about the conflict and how there's a conflict between what we want and what's going on within us at the unconscious level. Okay, I'm going to get you to pin that because I want to give this example first and then Mm -hmm. that I think will really speak to this so beautifully. So for example, Most manifestations or mantras are so well-meaning, and I get that. For me, they are as well. But they often sound like things that along the lines of, for example, I am worthy. I am enough. I am valuable. A manifesting queen. I am a manifesting queen. Exactly. Now, there's nothing wrong with those phrases. And I want you to consider if you were saying those words to a five-year-old Would a five year old know what you were talking about? Probably not. And I think this is very much what's happening with the unconscious mind. So those phrases are very well meaning. However, the unconscious mind needs to do something with it. And if it doesn't get what it is that we're talking about, it's probably just going to do nothing. So if you think about that, and if you think about, well, how would you get that point across to a child? Well, you might say something like, for example, hey, Wouldn't it be fun to notice all of the cool things that we are experiencing today, right? Now, notice the energy shift in that. One, the first one to me feels a little stuck and heavy. And the second one kind of feels a little light and playful, right? Now, we know that with vibration and frequency, those vibrations and frequencies of light and playful are also similar to those of gratitude, which are also similar to those of abundance. So if we are already shifting our energetic vibration, having the words become something simple that the unconscious mind can understand, wouldn't it stand to reason then that we're going to get those things so much more quickly? It's working with, to me, this is just simply about, are we working with the unconscious mind to manifest the things that we want? Or are we making it unnecessarily difficult for the unconscious mind to pull in and draw to us the things that we want? That's my point here.
1: I love the childlike version of that. Yeah. I was like grinning. I'm like, yeah, I could feel my body's right. going, whoa, right. yeah, let's yeah. do this. <laughs> so,
0: I'm at, so saying something I say to myself often, I often start most of my manifesting to like this. Wouldn't it be fun for a Mercedes Benz to just drive up into my driveway tomorrow? wouldn't that be fun if 30 people joined our program wouldn't it be fun if the love of my life just came and knocked on my door and said hi hang on a minute yeah (laughs) are we ready for this are we ready for the love of the life well if you listen to a couple of episodes ago, and and some of you have reached out and asked me about mr grothy so you're gonna have to go back and find out what that's all about it's at the end of a couple of episodes ago anywho Yeah. Can you feel the energetic difference from I am enough and I am worthy? Also, if you said to a child worthy, would a child know what you meant by worthy? Probably not. So we want to make sure, here's the way I look at it as well. And I also want to acknowledge, I do want to acknowledge here, Andrea Crowder. She speaks to this brilliantly. So check her out if you would like to as well. But think about it, to a child, if you use the word worthy, would a child know what worthy even meant? And what are the conditions of worthy? Am I worthy that I can have a cookie now? Or am I worthy to be able to go on plate? You know, like it's if we really want our manifestations to be like bulletproof and on steroids, make it easy for your unconscious mind to be in the vibration be in the frequency and be in a language that will have the unconscious mind find it for you easily. Mm, I love that. So our vibration creates our frequency. So what's going on in our day? Are we happy? Are
1: we finding joy in each and every single moment? Are we in a state of gratitude? Do we look, are we optimistic or are we pessimistic? How are we seeing the world around us? What are our thoughts like? What are our feelings like? And are we in a vibration that allows our frequency to elevate so that we can be a match for what we want? Now, the area that I want to go into this is fully into the NLP space around what sits in our unconscious mind. Well, our limitations, our beliefs, our patterns, our programs everything that there are things in there that are serving us there's also a lot that's not serving us and in our body of work when we look at timeline therapy it allows us to clean up the limitations that are in our unconscious mind so that we can create what we want so look at it like this as a child you may have made a belief up that or we make a decision first before a belief so you may have decided that you weren't worthy Something may have happened, your mom got angry at you, your sister, you might have had a sibling who got something that you didn't get and you made a meaning in that moment that you weren't worthy. You carry that decision on in your life at the age of 12, something else happens and that decision turns into the belief which has you feel like you're not worthy. 15 something else happens at compounds and it just keeps going and going. And then you come into this human being that you are right now. You're in this adult formation at the age you are now. And you've had this belief that you've had from childhood that says, I'm not worthy. Insert manifestation. <laughs> Insert the little card that you might have on your window or the lipstick written on your bathroom mirror saying, I am worthy. It's all good and well to have that. And I'm not knocking it. I personally don't do manifestations. And if you do, that's awesome. However, there is a conflict going on at the unconscious level that will stop you from receiving what it is that you want and from you feeling worthy. It doesn't matter how many times you tell yourself that. If you have a limiting belief that sits there at the unconscious level, which I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough are the two biggest ones that I've ever seen in any human being. If that is sitting there and you just keep telling yourself, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, and you haven't got what you want, then there's a good chance that you've got some stuff to clean up at the unconscious level. How do you do that? You come and do timeline therapy with us. You come and get certified in that. You clean up your own bullshit. And if you want to, you can take that work out into the world to work with your clients, your students, or whoever it is that you're working with. So in manifestation, there's like a couple of things there, right? So if you're somebody who, or you know somebody, like, do you know somebody that complains about everything, that is pessimistic, that expects the worst to happen, then they don't have the life that they want. And they're going, oh, I never have the money that I want. Oh, I never have the relationship that I want. I just can't get ahead. Blah, 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 blah. Do you know someone like that? And you know, we're taught this. We're not taught to look at what it is that we desire. So imagine that person then going, oh, I'm worthy. I'm going to attract a million dollars and having mantras like that to manifest. How the fuck can someone manifest when they're in that space? Because their vibration is low, which has their frequency low. We want to be a match for what it is that we desire. And in order to be a match for what it is that we desire, we get to clean up the stuff that's not serving us so that we can call in with ease what
0: it is that we truly desire. Yes, ma'am, that was a high five Smack. moment there. That was so cool. <laughs> So, exactly what Ali has just said, if you put the two pieces together now, what I shared at the start and what Ali just shared there, can you see how manifesting may not be working for you based on what your words are saying and what the unconscious mind actually believes about it? Remember, the unconscious mind is like a child. So, if the unconscious mind doesn't actually get on board with what it is that you're saying, then that's the conflict. That's the mismatch. You just negate what's you, going yeah, on. Exactly. You've just, it's an algebraic equation. Don't ask me what it is, but there's that—you know <laughs> this and the X and the Y and it comes out to zero. That's pretty much what's going on here. Whatever, if you know what the physics equation is that gives you naught, let me know. I'm not a physics major. However, I'm sure you're all getting now and you're probably sitting there listening to this and going, oh my goodness, I can see when I say I am enough that I maybe don't fully 100% believe that. So if you are saying it, you can say it till the cows come home. And if there are conditions inside the unconscious mind around that statement, then the unconscious mind is not going to do anything with it. It's going to be like throwing a pebble into a river. It's just going to disappear and nothing will happen. Yeah, nothing will happen.
1: I feel like what I've gained from this episode today, Jen, is to be in more of a space of wonder and enchantedness yes. and playfulness and just really like I can really feel <laughs> on the inside. It hasn't left me that feeling of joy around. Wouldn't this be? What do you say?
0: Wouldn't this? Wouldn't that be fun? It be fun? Mm. Wouldn't it be fun to notice all of the abundance in our world today? Or another one is I love to notice and appreciate how many times the universe rewards me on a daily basis. I love to notice and appreciate how easily and effortlessly solar line clients just arrive in my space. I love to notice and appreciate. Notice how different that felt. I am worthy of solar line clients. It's such a different energy and our energy and our language and co-creating with the unconscious mind, getting all of that on board, which is conscious mind, unconscious mind, who's driving the bus, that's exactly what we spoke about a couple of episodes ago. So this is just another way in which you get to be more empowered in, what's that Jim Carrey movie that he only had a certain amount of words? I can't remember what it is, but if anyone can remember, it might, might not have been a Jim Carrey movie, but it was a movie where someone only got a certain amount of words in a day. Think about that if you only have a certain amount of words, make those words count. Make them be something that your unconscious mind can get on board with and get excited about co-creating with you. Anything else is cock blocking our unconscious mind, pretty much.
1: 100%. And I really do believe that the episode we did, I think it was episode 20, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Episode 20,
0: where it's
1: the three minds unfuck yourself.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: I really feel it would be great if you haven't listened to that to go back because there is an explanation in there about how we can connect with our higher conscious mind, which is the access to everything, source, spirit, universe, everything that we want to create. Mm.
0: I feel complete today. Yeah. I think I've got a few people that message me that say they love when we give them a little how, a little piece of home play at the end. I think if there was something for you to all take away from here, get into the practice of starting your manifestations with wouldn't it be fun or I love to notice or I see my power when things like that. Make it super simple for your unconscious mind to get on board with you and bring you all the things that you deeply desire. Have some fun. We have two choices. We can be miserable in what it is that we're attempting to create or we can have fun with that and I know which one I prefer. Yeah. Another thing the beautiful Andrea Crowder says, which I freaking love, I've got a real under construction to acknowledge her on this. Choose pleasure over pressure. Oh, love it. See you on the next episode. Catch you then.